Alright, episode 2, the Reformation of the Mind podcast, just gonna talk about, I don't know, I'm just gonna go off top, it's like I get ready to do these talks and it's, you know, even in conversations, I notice it's like the conversation may start off as one thing and before you know it, we're talking about something else, so this is, I guess this is a conversation with you guys, maybe not really a conversation because you can't talk, but you get it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let I'm just gonna let fate and knowledge carry me. So here we go. But uh pretty much I wanted this podcast. I want I want my platform, my my website, my Instagram to enlighten people and just inspire people and things of that nature. It's like it's it's crazy because I'm getting messages from people that are like, yo, you're actually inspiring me to do this and, and all this stuff. I'm like, oh my god, like there are actually people like telling me this stuff, like like this is actually happening like damn <laughs> like it's it's really happening so it's like i i really got to i really got to you know have some some sense or a faculty of of self discipline and self conviction with regard to how i orient myself and how i conduct myself in a in the public and private domain it's like yeah the public domain you need to watch yourself but of course the private domain and for those of you that follow me on instagram you know i'm a bit of like a well, my Instagram page is definitely a, uh, a sight to behold. It's like sometimes he's going to post something, you know, you know, good and great. And other times he's just going to let you know, like, well, that's who he is. So, I mean, but other than that, it's like what I'm getting at here is like constantly like I'm, I find myself scanning how I am regarding my my words or my teachings and it's like, for the most part, I think eight out of ten of the times I match up. Um, I think as humans, like, we're all prone to error. I know I'm not perfect. But it's like, the things that I'm teaching, that the things that I'm teaching people, I've actually implemented in my life. And I've actually seen them bear the fruit or, or bear some great outcome. You know, and that's what you want. It's like I think Nineteen Keys. He he's a he does a podcast, and God, he does a great job of it. He says, "Knowledge versus information. Knowledge is something that you've actually implemented. Information is just something that you may read. It's like you have knowledge on how to fix a car, but you may have information on how to fix a car just because you watched a couple of YouTube videos." You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, knowledge versus information. And that's a that's a good way of conceptualizing it. Or maybe you could say it's okay, here here we here we go with the technical stuff. I'm about to get into it. I think it's epistemology or epistemology, however you pronounce it. I was reading a, a article or um an essay on the online encyclopedia of philosophy and this guy did a study. It's like non-occurrent knowledge versus occurrent knowledge. And occurrent knowledge is knowledge that we use, you know, readily. It's like we ha- we readily have it at our disposal. It's like, okay, I need to fix this car. Let me just, I know this, this screw is here, here, and here. Let me just take those out right quick. That's occurrent knowledge. You know where those screws are. You're taking them out. Non-occurrent knowledge may be how to fix a burrito. It's like, it's good to know that, but it's it's not useful at the time that you're fixing a car. 
So I think I think that's what it is when I'm teaching you guys things. It's like I'm I'm sorting, I'm constantly sorting through occurring and non-occurring knowledge. And only being 23 years old, it's like it's only oh so much I know. And then I'm pretty sure by the time I'm 40, it's like, God, who knows how my opinions may have shifted, but whatever. This is where I am now, so that's all I can deal with. But to all the people saying, like, yo, I like what you're doing, I thank you. For all the people that are just watching me, and maybe we don't talk much, but you still respect it, like, thank you. And all the people that are just, you know, looking for something that's going to enlighten them, well, here you go. You know, I, I think that Jordan Peterson said it best when we need to, this is for people with depression and anxiety, listen carefully, it's like, you base your life on happiness, it's like that happiness is fleeting, it comes and it goes. You base your life on meaning, it's like, okay, well, I have no choice but to conduct myself in the best possible manner regarding the the achievement of this goal, regarding the acquisition of this this sense of peace and joy and the sense of meaning i think as dynamic characters in this story of life for those of you that remember your literary devices it's like a dynamic character changes and static character stays the same and life as a story you know um i think as dynamic characters we make static decisions it's like man it's like I really want to be with this person. Yeah, three years later, you see all the good that did. So, perfect example. That's one everyone can grasp, right? So, yeah, it's just, you're going to make decisions. You think they'll stick. And who knows? Even, same as for me. It's like, I'm not just talking to you guys. I'm talking to myself. In fact, right now, I'm not even thinking as I'm talking. I mean, I don't mean that in a bad way, but it's like right now, I'm just talking. Like, I just... I'm just saying what I wouldn't say I'm speaking from the heart, but I'm just letting like the fate of what's meant to be said on this podcast guide me. Like literally, like I feel like I'm at some sort of peace. And what I mean by that is really observe yourself. That's one thing I'm big on self-knowledge. It's like observe yourself. It's like have if if you if you if you observe yourself, like I think I put it in the first episode, it's like you like when you meditate it's like you're just observing your thoughts and i'm going to get to that shortly this is a really good conceptualization i want to um present to you guys on my meditation but it's like when you observe yourself it's not so much you're trying to be analytical and if you're an earth sign especially a virgo like me dear god how many times we we analyze things it's like that's good but at the same time it's like man you know but it's like when you're observing yourself it's not so much about being analytical it's just seeing things as they are you know it's like okay i'm thinking about this right now and this is how it makes me feel it's like it's like you have your higher self just looking down on you it's like it's like you it's like you 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 know you have your higher self being the parent and you as you are your i guess your lower self if you will not so much lower in a bad sense but just with regard to uh um a good way of conceptualizing it. Your lower self is just like running around like a child and your higher self is just watching. So there you go. Observe yourself. Be that parent in your mind. It's like you have, it's like you're thinking, you're you're observing your thoughts and your feelings constantly. It's like you're in a constant state of background reflection, if you will. Yeah, I like that. I should write that down. I like that. <clears throat> but yeah, it's like, that's what I'm doing. 
I think I said about my meditation. Okay, so yeah, here we go. When you meditate, it's like literally observe yourself. It's like what I what I found in my meditation is like, and I got this from Alan Watts too. It's like I like to back my, I like to back my experiences and my information with, um, I guess you could say, literature, or, or sources. And I'm gonna tell you exactly where these sources are, or exactly what these sources are. All right, the author Alan Watts, the book, The Wisdom of Insecurity, uh, for the Modern Age of Anxiety. It's a long title, but something like that. He pretty much says like. The, the present is something that's always moving. It's like if I were on the phone with someone right now, it's like, hey, where are you? Oh, I'm here. By the time it took me to say that and the time it took them to answer it, the time it took me to hear that and process it, to give my uh, rebuttal or my, my response, it's like, okay, they've already moved. So let's just say it's like they're on a train. It's like, hey, where are you? And this exact example that I use is like, hey, where are you? Oh, I'm on the train. I'm right here. Right now, we're just passing up the mall. By the time I hear that, they've already like, going forward like god knows how many yards depending on how fast the train is moving and that's what i that's what i realized in my meditation it's like the present is something that it's like it's like what i saw and this is why it's really good to be in touch with your imagination i'm not i'm not gonna go around and say everyone needs to be a stoner or you know do psychedelics but if you've done that and you've done it properly because a lot of people smoke and just listen to music and do dumb shit it's like no that's a powerful plant. That's something that's unlocking another level of yourself. Don't be ignorant. Stop hanging around stupid people when you're unlocking yourself on other levels. And if, and if you did that and you see that and now you're doing it for good, it's like, congratulate yourself. It's like, yes, you saw the error of your ways and now you're getting it right. But for those of you who still do it, it's like, I'm, yes, I'm, I'm being naggy right now and I'm talking shit, but stop that. If the first thing you think about when you smoke is going around and hanging around people that are just doing idle things, bragging about what girl they're trying to sleep with, bragging about what guy screwed them over, just all sorts of negativity. You're just opening yourself to all sorts of just vices and dear God knows what else. It's like, and now it's not only that you're opening yourself on that level, but it's on like spiritual levels and metaphysical levels and just it's like people always say that words are like spells. It's like, God, think about all the things you're absorbing. And now you really want to absorb that while you're high, while you're under the influence of like something that can literally guide you in any direction. Okay, all the good that does. Anyway, when, when you smoke or when you take these psychedelics, what you notice is like, God, I got on a tyrant. This is what I'm talking about, people. I get, I get too carried away sometimes. But it's like you notice that it's like this is what I'm thinking. And that's what you need to do. It's like Alan Watts. It's like he says, like, you know, understanding comes from awareness. Awareness comes from experience. When I'm sad, I am experiencing sadness. All right. Me knowing that I'm experiencing that sadness is my awareness. Catch this carefully. All right, for those of you listening, catch this carefully. When I'm sad, I'm experiencing sadness. Me knowing that I'm experiencing that sadness is my awareness. And being aware and, and really looking into that awareness gives me understanding. It's like, okay, you're sad. You feel it. Why are you sad? Maybe because I didn't get to go here with my friends. There, boom. Now you understand the reason behind your sadness. All right? 
And that's the thing with the present. It's like we can't grasp it. We can't truly understand its its power. Literally, the present is dying and being created at the same time. It's like, man. So what I saw in my meditation is like this giant orb. And I saw like God at the top and I guess like what you would call the devil at the bottom and the orb in the middle and me kind of off to the side. And it's like every time I tried to reach out to that orb, it's like I couldn't grab it. And that's the present. It's like by the time you reach out to grab it, it's already moved forward, dude. It's like it's man, the present is really moving. And, you know, that brings me to another thing about time travel. But I'll get to that in a minute here. I, I pray to God that I remember what I want to talk about regarding that time travel. But, yeah, it's like, you know, there's a great source of light and there's a great source of darkness. And it's like I was watching myself just in the middle of those two realms. And I was just watching the, the, the present. And I'm like, you know, God already has my future planned out for me. And just like God has things planned out for me, so it was like the dark force, Satan or, you know, the devil, he has traps that he wants to set too. So it's like there are two different agendas here. But of course, it's like, who am I going to go with? Well, God, obviously, hopefully, but Lord, people. But yeah, it's like God has my future set out. However, what I do to add to it, that's what may add to my suffering it's like imagine that orb now is like a a paper mache for those of you who ever made paper mache it's like you take some newspaper and you layer and layer and layer it all right fine so be it good conceptualization you have a paper mache ball god already knows what it's going to look like but now you go and add another piece of paper and another one and another one it's like yeah you know maybe on the 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 core it's the same or maybe in the core it's it's what it's meant to be but it's like you've added so much shit to it it's like it doesn't even look the same and that's what we do in our life it's like how much unnecessary suffering do we add to our life me too it's like god the jobs i could have gotten if i if i weren't smoking at those times in my life and maybe it's good i did that because like now it unlocked another level of like potential regarding my mental just like I guess you could say exploration. It's like I can I can really like think on things in depth now because they really do help you open your mind when you smoke and do things like that. That's like God, you you can't pass a drug test, so now you can't you can't do this, you can't do that. It's like God, like all the suffering that we we engage in or, or that we put up with. So think about it like that. It's like God has my future set out. And here's the idle philosophy of it. It's like, whatever's supposed to come to you, whatever's meant for you will come to you. Okay, yeah, cool. We know that. Fine. So be it. But it's like, unless you're telling people that and telling them, hey, you still have to do your part. It's like people say, well, maybe you're supposed to, you know, whatever. When you clear room in your life for something, that means something better is going to happen. Wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. All wrong. Throw the whole thing away. You have a moral obligation to conduct yourself in the best possible manner regarding that thing that you think is going to come into your life. Okay, you get with a run bad person. Well, that means someone better is about to come in. Oh, really? You think someone's better is about to come in your life if you're filling yourself with, you know, different people every Thursday and Friday night or Saturday night or whoever? Guys and girls. A lot of times people look at females like, oh, you know, she's just out here. It's like guys do the same shit too. It's like shitty behavior isn't exclusive to one sex. Like, please be reasonable. Like, 
God, I hate that. It's like guys bashing on girls and girls bashing on guys. Like, I participated. I'm not going to lie. It's like I, I participated in that bashing. But it's like, what good does it do? Because the thing is, it's like we're all talking about, it's like, what is it? We're talking about shitty behavior. Well, what's the root of shitty behavior? Like, just, like, what, what, where does it all lead to? It's like just one giant pile of shit. So it's like we're all just taking different paths to the same pile of shit. And we're like, well, my path is better because I turn this way and, and you don't turn this way. It's like, no. It's like, s- stop. But anyway, it's like, literally, you, you think you're going to get something better in your life because, you know, I, I made room for it. No. If you don't, if you don't take care of the room that was made, something else is going to fill it. Literally. Well, I made room for a better person to come in my life. So in the meantime, I'm going to read books and get myself ready for that person. I'm going to get myself ready physically, financially, spiritually. How I conceptualize relationships and marriage and everything. It's like immediate when I see myself, like immediately when I see myself really start to like someone, I think of every aspect of my life that can be improved tenfold. Because it's like not only am I having to deal with myself, but now I have this other person that's kind of come in my life with their own dreams, their own emotions, their own good and bad side. It's like now I have another life with mine. I'm only 23 thinking like this. And there are people that are like, oh, well, you're young. Have fun. It's like, yeah, have fun, but really be smart. Because I guarantee a lot of people saying that. It's like they had fun, but like at the at the expense of what? It's like why learn that lesson when you're like 45 and you can just learn it now? Jesus, people, limit your suffering. God, I forgot what I was saying, but it's like, hold on, give, give me a second. What was I saying? Like this is a real chat, yo. Like seriously, like I'm gonna forget things. I'm gonna talk to myself. I'm gonna talk to you guys, but fuck it. We're all here for the same reason to learn. Uh, okay, so yeah, you need to literally maintain the space accordingly. So if you fill that void of that person or that thing with bullshit, it's like, God, the space that could have been, you know, kept and maintained for that good thing to come in your life, it's like, well, now you got to hold it off for this bullshit that you feel. Now you, you're, you're messing around with the wrong person. God, all the bad that does. How many people talk about my life would be so much better if I hadn't met that person? Man, my life would be so much better if I didn't do that. It's like, come on. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my take on that. So limit your suffering, people. I'm talking to myself when I say these things to you guys, too. Uh, 18 minutes and 45 seconds. All right, so... Uh, is there anything else I gotta talk about or I wanna ramble about? Oh, okay. I guess I can make this rambling up as I go along. But, back to the the noticing yourself thing. If I mention that, I don't know, we're so far down the road. It's like, notice yourself. Seriously. Or, better yet, notice yourself with regard to specific instances. It's like, when you're sad, when you're happy, how do you feel? You know? When you make decisions, do you go with your head or your heart? Which, which ones play out better? It's like, think about the times you went with your head. Okay, I'll, I'll make five tally marks. I went with my head five times, okay? Think about that. And I literally did this. I literally did this. It's like, treat this shit like a science, people. Think about the times that you went with your heart. It's like, okay. Five, five times I went with my head, five times I went with my heart. So I need to make this decision. My head's telling me this and my heart's telling me this. 
Take the risk. Take the fucking risk. Go with whichever one you want. You believe in God. You believe in the higher power. God, he's been there with us for like how long? He's been there with us through all our other bull crap. Through all the, the sleeping around. The fussing. The cussing. The, the arguments with friends and, friends and family. The, 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 the doing stuff that only we know about. I mean, God was with us through all that. Surely he'll be with us now. So it's like if you have to take a risk, put God in it. And then it's no longer a risk. It's just a decision based on faith. There. That's a good way to conceptualize it. It's like, man. It's so much that we could really talk about. So, um, let me see here. What's something I did recently or what's something that I know of recently that can help a lot of people? It's like, well... God, that's subject to multiple interpretations. I think I think if there's anything I want to close with, it's making sure that you're honest with yourself. I always tell people to maximize their potential or max out their potential. I even tell myself that. It's like, well, be careful with that. Because to max out your potential, it means, well, maybe you can say, potential regarding what and that's the problem here i say max out your potential but i don't give a specified context so max out your potential regarding what it's like max out your potential regarding maybe a business there it's like you you have the potential to be an actor or actress or a singer like a bad singer you can still sing like potential just means you have the ability to right it's like no Max out your potential regarding a specific thing. Max out your potential regarding exercise. And even then, specifically, it's like, well, exercise on what level? It's like everything's layered. There's a theory called the thing in itself. It's like you have a phone in your hand while you're listening to this or on the table, whatever. That phone has a case. Okay. But then you look at that phone again. It's like, well, that phone is a case that's covering an actual phone. And that phone that is, you know, that is that I'm using has speakers, you know? And now that phone, not only does it have speakers, but it has a camera and a screen and some buttons and and a motherboard and all these other things. It's like the thing in itself. So everything, it's like the frame theory. It's like everything can be looked at in so many different ways. It's like you get lost in it, literally. It's like, man, you really think about how you can divide things. It's like your perception can really be like weaponized however you want so anyway max out your potential regarding one specific thing and this is something i struggle with at times but it's something that i also succeed with legit so it's like i i maybe i want to maximize my potential regarding my exercise today well Normally, I exercise my whole body, but now I want to exercise just my arms. Okay, so let me just max out my potential with my arms there. So it's like you still max out your potential in a specific area. That's what I'm talking about. Because I always say max out your potential, but I never get specific about it. So there you go. So just do it in a specific way. Um, I guess that's it. I mean, just really understand the darkness of things. 
face shit for what they are. Take a day out. I think we all need to do this at least like once a week. Take a day out just to face your dark side, to face those memories, to face maybe memories about an ex or maybe memories about your 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 old habits that maybe you just don't want to face. You really think you really think that you're going to be the person that you need to be if you're not facing your own bullshit. I mean, come on. You think you're going to face the bullshit that's going to come up in your life later and you haven't faced the bullshit from your past or the bullshit that you currently struggle with? It's like, oh, don't worry about the past. Uh, No, wrong, bullshit, sorry. Worry the fuck about the past, especially if you haven't faced it. Now, once you faced it, okay, fuck the past, you know? But, yeah, worry about the past. Because then you're going to fucking keep running from it. And then, because you haven't faced it, when it pops up, Oh, well, this is my fate. That's what Carl Jung says. If we don't make the unconscious become conscious, then it's going to appear as fate. That's your shadow. That's your id. That's your lower you. It's like kill that version of yourself. Kill your lower self. That's what I tell people all the time. And it sounds weird, but it's serious. I mean, like, come on. Out of everything that's happened in the whole world, it's like Donald Trump's president. Like, really, like, you think that's the weirdest thing that's going to happen, the weirdest thing that you've heard? Like, really, people? I'm I'm sorry to get off topic, but people always talk about, oh, that's weird. That's It's like, no, there's been reports where they're they're telling people to call kids purple penguins because they don't want to, you know, have to deal with who who, who identifies as this and all that. There's there's been like literally go look it up. Kids are called purple penguins. Like, out of everything that's happened in the world, you think that's weird. You, you think me telling you to kill your lower self is weird. Fine. Be idle. Be happy with that. It's like people say, accept yourself. Yes, accept yourself. But look at what you can fix. Don't get so caught up in self-acceptance that you just remain idle and passive regarding your edification. You think you're going to be the person that you need to be in life if you haven't faced certain things. You think you're going to be the person that you need to be in life if you're not vulnerable. It's like weakness isn't a virtue. Weakness is that. It's the very embodiment of weakness. It's like weakness. We don't even have to define it. It's just nothing good comes from that word. I'm weak. It's like, God, really? I'm vulnerable. That means you're open to attack. That means that anything can get you. But because you're vulnerable and you're aware of it, it's like maybe you can weaponize that awareness into some defense mechanism. And, and like it's like, okay, I'm vulnerable to, my heart is vulnerable with regards to like people that I like. Fine, so be it. So what do you, what do, you do about that? It's like shield yourself. It's like I know I'm going to be vulnerable to you, so maybe I can, I can balance that vulnerability with some sort of detachment there. It's like you don't have to be cold-hearted, but you can be like, I'm not going to get so caught up in this person that I forget myself. That's detachment. That's, that's the yin and the yang. It's like accepting the good, but also being aware that something bad can happen. I think there's this one thing in the Tao Te Ching or whatever it's called. It's like the doctrine of minimal effort. And Jordan Peterson talks about it where it's like, literally, you only do the, the, the minimal thing at the, at the best moment. You only do what needs to be done when it needs to be done. Exactly what needs to be done. Nothing more. Example of that. It's like, well, maybe there's something. It's like we do this all the time and we don't even know it. It's like that meme. It's like 
when you're texting a whole message, but then you just say fuck it and delete it, right? Okay, fine. So maybe you delete it, but then you type something else. And it's like, you meant to send a whole, like, few sentences, but now it's just like a couple words or sentences, or maybe it's like significantly less than what you meant to send. That's the, that's the, the, the acting on that doctrine. That's what you're doing. All right. So yeah, it's like literally, God, I get so caught up and I'm, I I grew up an only child people. So it's like, I had a lot of time to think to myself and now this stuff is just pouring out. So for those of you who are still sticking with me, thank you. I don't know how you do it. If I could meet up with you guys and give you all, like, free cupcakes and shit for just, you know, dealing with this, I would. But, yeah, seriously, look at the dark side of things. I really like looking at the dark side of things, and I mean that by this. It's like, if you can look at the devil himself and still realize that there's, like, there's a power that's way more powerful than him, that there's still God, it's like you're looking at the devil, you're looking at his tricks, you're looking at... That which scares you. I'm getting chills talking about this, but you're looking at all those bad dreams that you had. You're looking at at your older self. You're looking at all those people that you used to hang out with and all the things that they did to you. You're looking at all those bad, dark memories. You're looking at all that shit exactly for what it is. You're looking at how it makes you feel, and you're still realizing that, hey, there's something better beyond this. That's positivity. You don't be positive by just looking at good just because, okay, well, this is good. That's what we're going to stick with. It's no, because that's how you fuck up and fail the test. In fact, that's not even a test. That's just, hey, guys, study this by reading the answers. Fine, so be it. But then when it's time to get tested, it's like, well, all you did was just look at answers. You didn't look at the application. It's like you just, it's like the difference between memorizing shit just for and then actually knowing it. It's like cramming, maybe it works, okay, but then actually knowing it, it's like, I don't have to fucking cram. Hell, I barely even have to study because I know it. So that's what we have to do. It's like, don't just look at positivity like, oh, okay, well, this is positive and, you know, this is good and this is all I need. It's like, no. Look at the dark side of shit. And then if you can still see behind that, like, yo, there's something good behind this, that's how you know you've won the battle. Stop being a pansy. Stop just blindly following your bliss, you know? It's like, no, be smart about this because the devil's going to show up in multiple forms in life. You will be tested. I will be tested. You think you're going to pass those tests just by looking at the bright side of everything and ignoring the actual test. You think that you're going to actually make it far and make yourself a stronger person by not battling the dragon. Really? Every single video game you've played, they had to battle a dragon to get to the next level. And you really think you're going to beat the game by not battling a dragon. You fucking clown. You fucking clown. Like, I'm serious. I'm talking to everyone's lower self. I'm not trying to hurt anyone's feeling, but you need to get the fuck up and hear this shit, yo. Stop fucking, like, just looking at all the positive shit and just fucking, like, wondering, oh, well, you know, everything's going to be great because I'm surrounding myself by positivity. It's like, no, 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 no. Surround yourself by positivity, but know how to use it in a test. It's the application of knowledge that is power, not just knowledge. Oh, I I know this. I know that. I know this. Test comes. Oh, my God. I I don't know. I I can't put it to use. I'm shaking in my fucking boots because I I was so used to seeing a little rainbow, and now there's a fucking scorpion, and I'm losing my shit. It's like, no. Crush the scorpion. There are other bugs in the field. 
Behind that scorpion is a rattlesnake. Behind that rattlesnake is a werewolf. Behind that werewolf is a fucking bear. Behind that bear, God knows what else. There may be more bears. There may be all of them in like one giant pack. It's like things are going to get harder as you go along in life. There are literally people right now that have family issues, marriage issues, car issues, house issues, financial issues, job issues, issues with themselves, issues that they haven't even resolved in their childhood, ready to blow their brains out, jump off of a bridge, and they have like no hope whatsoever. So before you think that you're just having it oh so bad, please don't get ahead of yourself. And I'm talking to myself too. It's like, fuck people, come on. We really want to be better. You want to you wanna break a generational curse? Okay. What's the curse, huh? The curse came from something bad. You got to face what that is. Maybe you don't know. Maybe it's something. It's like maybe you need to just listen to some family stories. Like why are all my family members like this? What separates me from them? Okay, that's what it is. Face that shit. Rise above it. You've broken the curse. Good. You don't just chase some positivity just because it's happy and it's, well, positivity makes me happy. I just need to surround myself by that and everything will be fine. It's like, no, you will be tested. Sometimes you need to embrace those tests. You think you're just going to be all right because you're like, God, I, I've already said it like 15 times. You know what I'm going to say? It's like, people, we all have the potential to be good. And we all have the potential to be very bad. How many times have we put up with shit all in the name of the virtues? Oh, if I can just tolerate this bullshit from this person because it's understanding. It's practicing patience. It's, it's practicing temperance. You know, that's how I put up with it. It's like wrong. Wrong. All in the name of what? That's, that's not acting on a virtue. That's just being... being too nice by default. That's what Jordan Peterson said. It's like by default. I heard a man about. I heard a. I can't even talk right now. Give me a fucking moment. Hold on. I heard a story about a man who's literally. It's like his his wife or whatever. She's fucking like taking advantage of him. He got a new car and then she she took it and gave him the old car and like the old car is so screwed up and the other guys I work with, they're trying to fix it and the brakes are coming back rusty as hell. I'm like, why the hell is he doing this? And the other men in the shop, they're talking about him like, yo, this guy's getting cheated on. This guy's getting screwed over. It's like there's someone literally taking advantage. And it's sad, but someone's literally taking advantage of his like his weaknesses. They're taking advantage and he probably, I don't know the guy, and I could be wrong for saying this, but he probably thinks, well, you know, this is someone I'm with on this level, so I'm just doing it out of kindness and stuff. It's like, no, you're no longer acting on virtue. You're acting on just just blind, just niceness. Like, And it's not nice as in a good thing either. It's like just, just stupidity at this point. Like, literally, we have to strengthen ourselves. It's like, yes, be peaceful, but don't take shit. It's like, well, maybe, like me, I remember being way too nice about shit. And it's like sometimes when you finally do stand up for yourself, it's like, God, that felt so weird. Good. Feel weird. Because I guarantee you it's better than feeling stupid. It's better than having a fucking anxiety attack at three in the morning feeling all alone. A thousand plus followers and no one to fucking call you. I guarantee you, you wake up in the morning, they'll have all the information about the fucking latest celebrity, but they won't know anything about you. They don't know anything about themselves. You're surrounded by a people that are idle and just 
just misled and wayward in all their manner. You want to talk about being a better person. Change everything on every level possible. I got 260 plus followers. I don't care. I really don't give a shit. Because like I'd rather have 260 people that I know are giving me some information that I need and I'm giving it back to them. Not just a thousand plus people talking about Cardi B and God. Like, who gives a fuck, yo? It's like, people, come on. Like, have your fun. Yeah, but damn. We gotta attack. You have to be aggressive about this shit. Like, literally. Think about all the times that you literally, like, just were, you were just so nice and cool and you let the little things just slide. It's like, oh, well, I was soft on this. I'm soft on this. And now it's a giant demon of depression that haunts you every fucking day. Crippling social anxiety. You can't fucking talk to anyone. Everything is overthinking because you were too soft on this shit. So now the very demon that has been created from just passive, just letting shit slide is now it's now fortified its own fortress of of complex negativity that you can't even break through so yeah i'm being fucking hard on people if you don't like it get the fuck off the podcast because that's what this shit is for literally it's, it's that's what this shit is for it's weaponizing positivity and killing your lower self literally if you don't like it the fuck off yo if you're offended good that's what i'm saying people we gotta do better. It's ain't about black versus white shit. They want us all caught up in that. But as black people, I can only speak for my people. We have to do better. We have to. We have to be seen as more than the fucking entertainment of the world. Every time you got a comedian. Oh, get a black guy. You want a singer? Get a black guy. It's like, good. People love entertainment. But entertainment has kept us too blind, people. It's like, man. Entertainment, entertainment, entertainment. It's like, fuck, dude. That's not to say that there aren't positive blacks out there. That's not to say that every black person in entertainment is idle and wayward. But it's like, man, get your. if you have to use entertainment as a platform, use it and then use that f- shit for like edification of your people. Don't just, oh, I'm in Hollywood now. Fuck you guys. If that's what you're on, it's like, literally, I think we all have responsibility to share knowledge. And when you don't share knowledge, when you hope, when when you withhold information that can make someone better, it's like maybe I can understand. It's like you don't want to give all your stuff out. Fair enough, logically speaking. But when you withhold that information, it's like now you're becoming an active conspirator in in just whatever they're going through. It's like what happens if you you see that person? It's like man, they're going through that, and you could have just given that information. Now, it's one thing, it's one thing like this if they don't listen. And we all, at times, don't listen to certain shit. I know I can be hard-headed. But it's like, at least try, people. You don't have to give someone a fucking 42-minute sermon like I'm doing. But damn it, just try. Just try. Go to a random follower right now. Yo, I don't know you that well, but just hear some shit for enlightenment. Or just, yo, here's some, you know, whatever you're going through or whatever you've been through. Just face it. Know that there's people out there having it worse. It's like, bam. You really want to slide into a female's DMs? That's how it's fucking done. Because then she'll be like, holy shit, this guy's smart. Females are getting so fed up with that nigga mentality. It's like, the people that used to call me nerd and shit. You know how many... I'm not trying to brag here, but you know how many pretty smart females there are right now that I could DM and that'll actually put up with a conversation? I could actually take out? Like, yo, 
Like, literally, I'm not trying to brag here and get off topic, but seriously, females are getting fed up with that shit, yo, that nigga mentality. Like, that shit is so fucking dead. Literally, females are getting tired of that nigga mentality, yo. Because females are like, they're, they're the bearers of our seed, of our children. You think they really want some guy that's just, I mean, like, yeah, maybe you have that persona. That's good. But on the core level, who are you? Are you woke or are you just caught up in the mix? Females don't want that shit. They may like a hood persona. They may like some type of like, you know, different type of like outward expression of who you are. But on the core, it's like, you ever watch those movies? It's like, oh, he's such a fucking weirdo. He's so, he's a bully. But like the girl's like, no, he's actually really nice deep down. Deep down. There you go. Who the fuck are you deep down? Hmm? You want to be the father that you never had? Or do you just want to be idle? It's like the rappers out there. It's like, man, I see them. They have their kids. And the mom, I don't know how the situation is. But damn it, those rappers are there. I guarantee you. That whole the, the, the baby daddy mentality, black men aren't with their families. That shit's dying out. Thank God. We're doing better with that. I will congratulate us. I know I'm hard on us, but it's like we're doing way better with that. I don't mean to say all this like I'm some fount of just all like knowledge, but I'm just shouting at the very I'm I'm shouting at the lower manifestations of of spiritual. I'm 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 just pretty much like shouting at the lower manifestation of of just the inner workings of people, including myself. It's like, man, Call these fucking demons out. Expel that shit, yo. Like I said, if anyone's offended, good. Don't be offended, like, personally, but... But just, like, literally, expose some shit. Shit has to be exposed to be corrected. God knows with me, there's so much I could do better. You guys want a list just for relatability? Here we go. Uh, I can be, at times, I can, I can be too good with my words. I'm not saying like liar, but it's like, I, I mean, I know what I'm saying. It's like, literally at times I can, I can, I can, I can conjure up arguments in my head. It's like, I think about shit. Like, I just think about this is how I'd react if I got into an argument with that person. It's like, why the fuck am I thinking about that? That's like, why are you imagining being in an argument with somebody? This shit may sound crazy. I don't care. Because legit, everyone's got some shit, so I'm just, I'm just trying to be honest with you guys. I'm not perfect. I'm just giving you my examples. At times, I can also be, like, a bit too arrogant or a bit too just, just too much, depending on how I conduct myself with regard to the specified context. But it's like, whatever. I got to get that right. And maybe I will, maybe I won't. But the parts that I can maximize and fortify, that's what I'm going to do. The same for you. Guys, don't be, don't be the nigga. Be, be the man. You know? Stop all that nigga mentality. Same for me. It's like, if that's your persona, good. Rock that shit. But deep down, be the man. Ladies, don't, don't just go filling your voids. Like, I don't mean this in a derogatory manner, but if some guy or whatever... It's like, don't, don't go filling your voids with all these bad men, like, literally. It's like, you could get killed. You could get, like, attacked. Like, 
gangbangers are out here for real. And I don't mean like gangbangers like Blood Crip. I mean like real deal gangbangers. Like I've heard shit. Protect yourself. Get a knife. Learn how to shoot. Men, let's teach our women how to fucking shoot. It's like, God, yo, maybe I can smoke her out and get her to fuck. It's like, no, dumbass. Go teach her how to shoot. But you probably won't do that because you don't fucking know anything more than that low-level thinking. It's like, God, look, that just got me pissed off again. I meant to end the fucking podcast, but here we go again. It's like, that's another thing. How do you orient yourself or how do you conduct yourself with regard to activities you know, in the public domain with a person that you, you know, care about? Are you showing them something new or is it just the basic low-level shit? Nothing wrong with having a good smoke. It's like back when I used to do it, I used to enjoy myself. Nothing wrong with that. Good smoke. It's like not everything has to be philosophically enlightening. But it's like, man, share knowledge. You really love someone and care about them? Share some fucking knowledge. You like them even. It's like, men, let's show the women how to shoot. Let's show them how to fucking do all these other things. How to fix their cars so that way they're not being taken advantage on the highway. It's like, God, so much we can discuss, people. But yeah, that's <clears throat> that's my 49 minutes of, of just ranting. I let you guys have it. So that's it. It's going to be real on these podcasts. So yeah, thank you for listening.